Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Welcome to the Grill and Parsha's Ki We have the Pasuk about Shiloh HaKain, Perich Chav Beis, Pasuk Zion, Shaleach Tishalach, Esaim, send away the mother, Esabanam Tikachlach, take the children for yourself, Laman Yitavlach, so you'll have a good life, Arach Tiyam, and have a long life. And the Gemara tells us a famous thing in Brachos that if you say, Ah, oh, Hashem has Rachmanus on the Kansibar, uh, on the birds, Meshaskanash, you tell them, be quiet. And uh, one shot in the Gemara is because. It's as if you are making Hashem's laws as if they are uh, just based on Rachmim alone, and really they are Gezeros. And um, the Gerub points out a very interesting thing, and it's an interesting psychological point. And he says that the two mitzvos that we find in the Torah that promise us long life are Shiloh HaKain, if you send away the mother bird, and also Kibravain. And why is that? He says what's interesting is that they have extremes to them. One of them is the extreme of Rachmanus, a person is um, merciful and loving towards his parents. And the other one is Achzarius, Hashem asks us to do something that seems to be very, very cruel. We're taking away, sending away a mother bird from its baby. And so the pshat is that that tests you to see whether, do you do mitzvahs because that's just your personality? You're just a generous guy, so you like to give charity. But what about when Hashem tells you to do something hard? So the exact parameter and test barometer, so to speak, that determines whether you follow Hashem because you follow what he tells you, or because it's just your personality and you happen to like that. Like, you don't eat milk and meat because you don't like the way it tastes. No, you don't do it because Hashem tells you not to do it. It's a chok. And so when a, when a person can exhibit and show Hashem, look, I could stretch and I could be full of Rachmanus when it comes to my parents and I, because you told me to. And I could stretch and be full of Achzarius towards this bird, sending away the mother from the baby because you told me to. That's the barometer, the Lipnus test that shows that you're doing it only because Hashem. And says the Grah, that's why it says by the Akeda, Ati Atati. Hashem says, Now I know. What do you mean, now I know that you're a great person, that you follow me? Because I asked you to do Chesed, you did that. But now I asked you to do Achzarius, you did that. And that's the shot that when a person shows both extremes, that's how he shows that he's doing it because of Hashem, not because of personal. Uh, Style. We have a pasuk parak of Gimel pasuk Gimel lo yavo mamzer b'kal Hashem gamdar Siri, and um, the Gemara tells us in in Yivamas Dayan Ches Amud Beis that Rish Lakish says a mamzer or mamzeres after ten generations she's muteris. So what's the shot? Rish Lakish says that there's still some existence of mamzeres in the uh, of the father who was a mamzer in this generation ten generations li- later that it takes 10 generations to get out. So, and not only that, but um, uh, there are other sources for 10 generations also, in Gittin, Daf, Peiches, Medalf, Ayin, Shem, I'm not going to go into that right now. So the Gros says that um, the Pshat is that the father and the mother are Shutafim, are partners that bring out a child. And so the father is sort of 50% and the mother is 50%, and of course Hashem is also a partner. Um, so, the bottom line is that when you keep dividing that influence that the first father puts into the child, so for example, when um, you go to the fourth generation, uh, so meaning the three generations down, so four, four children down, so it's going to end up that he's only a, a quarter or an eighth, and um, 
when you get to the fourth generation, he's going to be a 16th. And in the fifth generation, he's going to be 132nd. Do the math. The sixth generation, he's going to be 164th. The seventh generation, he's going to be 1 in 124, 28. And in the eighth generation, he's going to be 1 in 256. And in the ninth generation, he'll be 1 in 512. So in the tenth generation, the power of the father only has 1% out of 1,000. And 1,024 kolakim. So therefore, it's Batal Bashir Beria, which is one in 960, like the Yerushalmi and Trumo says. So the bottom line is that there's a bitl that takes place, and finally the negative power has left. Perichav Gimel Pasakei. Oh, so, so what I wanted to say is that you see that the, the influence of the parents is very, very deep, 10 generations. It's there. And what we have to instill in our children is a great person and tremendous amounts of Yerushalayim and Avas Hashem. You're not allowed to marry a Moavi because they didn't greet you with bread and water. And um, we know that, that um, the Gra says that um, there's a difference between Dibor and Amira. The Chazal tell us that Dibor is kasha, it's harsh, and Amira is always soft. But there's another one, and that is that whenever it says um, the word Dibor, not only is it harsh, but it also means just say it over and don't explain it. But Amira means explain it. Say it. So, for example, the Gra says that David Amalek says in Tehillim, Sarim, Radfuni, Chinam, Midvaracha, Pacha, Libya. I was scared of your words, Hashem. Then he says, Sasa, Nochiel, Imra, Secha, and your Amira, I'm very happy. Kamosi, Shal, Rav. What's up, Shat? That Doegan Achitofel, who hated David, they ran, they ran after him to say that he's invalid. He can't become. He can't be a king, and he can't even be join the Jewish nation because he comes from Moab. He comes from Rus, um, and the pasuk says Lo Yavo Amoni Moavi B'Kal Hashem, which is the pasuk that we just read. So Lo Yavo Amoni Moavi, without if you don't explain the pasuk, which is which is what the which is what the David is saying in Tehillim Sarim Refuni Chinam Midvarecha Pachalibi, because without any explanation given, that's how they invalidated me. But when I elaborate on the words of Hashem and I understand it, because, no, there's a reason given. It says, and that only applies to the men that were expected to go out, but the women were not, and therefore women are, are allowed. So that's the pshat, that when they come with just misquoting your words and not explaining anything, then then they say that I'm puzzled. But but when they explain your words, Hashem, then I see that there's so much more to it, and of course I'm allowed into uh, the call. Parachav Dalat Pasagalov, Kikachish Isha, talks about marriage. We know there's a famous uh, Gemara in Brachastav Chesman Aleph that it says they would ask the Chassan in Eretz Yisrael when he got married, is she a Matzah or a Motza? Is she a Matzah, Isha Matzah Tov, a blessing? Or is she a Motza, any Marmi Mavis, bitter, worse than death? And the Grah says, what's the shot? So Matzah is in the past, and Motza is in the present. He says it's human nature that when a person has something good, he doesn't he takes it for granted and doesn't appreciate it. So matzah isha matzah tov, there's a tendency he has to be careful of not to do this, but yeah, I found it in the past, whatever. I don't appreciate my spouse. No, a person has to always appreciate their spouse more and more. But when someone's in pain and something bad is happening to them or they're not happy with something and motzah any marmi malvis, then they have a tendency to bring that out and to draw attention to the present situation and to feel like it's there and ever-present. And that's a bad meter that we have. We need to work on that. Higachish Isha, when the end of the Pasuk, it says, when you take a woman. So, um, there's a famous Shita Sagra that uh, one should be very, very 
careful about not breaking Tanan. I'm not going to go into that because it's not really relevant. Um, so, um, we know there's a parsha of a Torah of Gerishin. It's not something anyone wants. It's a last resort. But, um, so the Pasuk says that Lo uh, It's Machlokas in the Gemara and Gittin Davtsadim and Aleph. Beishamai says a person can't get divorced unless he finds Ervas Dover. He finds that she uh, was not faithful to him or there's something very, very wrong in Halacha. Beishamai says no. That even if she burns his meal, she could he could divorce her. That's grounds for divorce. And Rikiva says no. Even if you find someone Nahimena that's prettier than her, that's enough. He could, he could, he could divorce her. What does this mean? Rikiva, the great Rikiva, how can he say this? So um, the Gemara says Zivagrishan Zivagsheni. It depends what's going on. Um, that um, Zivagrishan a person should hold on to longer. Zivagsheni uh, is not as uh, strict. Obviously, we're not going into that what it, what that means. But the Gra says like this. The Gros says that that's the shot in the pasuk. Yikachish isha, the man gets married. He matzba ervas davar. The pasuk says that he that he he got he got married. Ziva Grishan, his first wife. You should only divorce her if there's real grounds that that there's ervas davar. That's what it's referring to, like Beishamai's opinion. Then viyatsa mibeisav halchavaisa l'shachar. Second marriage. Usnea isha achron. He hates her, so he could divorce her. That's Ziva Sheni, and that's Usnea. Like Beisol says that uh, she burned his meal. Maybe it's on purpose. She's spiting him. So that's enough. And then, that's Elo Be'elo Dilberkim Chaim. And uh, that's, that's the, the Pshat. And what's, what's the Pshat of uh, Rekiva? That's Yifas Torah. When it comes to the Yifas Torah, he doesn't want her because he married her for the wrong intention, so he, he's going to divorce her uh, with, with very little grounds. I, I heard from a Rashiva of Rafael uh, Moshe Gettin's Shlita that he was, when we made a CMM on Seches Gittin in South Indiana, so he said that the shot is that if that if a person feels that it's ground for divorce just because she burned it or because there's someone more beautiful, then he doesn't deserve to be married. What kind of attitude? What kind of? That's not a Jewish attitude at all. There's a famous gra that says that the word get, which is a saver krisis, uh, the word get, the letters gimel and tuf are never found in the Torah next to each other. But Rechaim Kanievsky points out that this is not true. Um, that. Uh, First of all, there's other letters that aren't found, like Gimel Kuf, Gek, or Zet, or Zatz, or Satz, also are not found. But the Pshat is that Get are the first two letters that are not found. And uh, that's what the girl was saying. And also Get is Gematria 12, so it, and there's 12 lines in the Get. There's other Pshatim as well. There's, there is a Pesach where it, there are words where it is found, and there the word is talking about discord and disconnection. Um, there's some fascinating things about uh, Safer Devarim, and uh, how that ties into get and that first toast isn't getting. We're not going to go into that for right now. Um, so, and just to explain this quote from the Grah, which is found in the Kisvei or Falbin or Arya Levine and other places, um, he explains more explicitly that the, the letters Gimel and Tuf are so separate from each other that you will not find them connecting in any word in a Shoresh, you'll never find them, or in any word in Tanakh. Um, including, they're not even interchangeable in like the zesharats and the um, the different gutturals and dentals and other ways that things are expressed. And again, that shows that that there's well, he says that it shows that there's an utter separation. But there's a deeper meaning, which is that the cause of a divorce itself is because there's so little compatibility that they're not able to connect with each other. Finally, no explanations of the Gra are complete without mentioning the pasuk itself. That's Marhamis to the Gra Parachafei pasuk Tesvav Evan Shleimov Etzedek Yelach. You have to have 
a uh, fair and honest uh, measurements. And the Gras said that um, that his name itself is hinted in Evan Shlema is Eliyahu Ben Shlomo. That was his father. And um, the um, Mepharshim explained that the uh, greatness of the Grah is very, very important. And some of his Talmudim even wrote um, that it's specifically an Aleph that stands for Elio because Aleph is the word Pella. And he was the Vilna Gon, he was a Pella. What he knew and what he understood, he was uh, one a unique person in this generation that was from generations beyond. And uh, as we study his Torah, we gain a greater appreciation, obviously, of Hashem and the beauty of a Torah, but also of the Vilna Gon, a man who dedicated himself to the Torah and what he accomplished in Torah. We should all be Zohet to follow in his footsteps. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.